0: I think we ought to discuss the bonus situation. Right. Brett and I, right. we think we ought to. We deserve full shares, right, right You see, Mr. Park and I feel that the bonus situation move, is
1: Move, get out of there. What are you doing move? Dad!
2: Move, Move, Get out!
0: Welcome to Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast. Welcome to Alien Day 2021. I'm your host, Jamie Prater, and I'm joined by my co host,
1: Patrick Green. Jamie, I'm not going to let you start this episode without acknowledging the fact that even though this airs a month in the future, today, my friend, is your birthday.
0: Well, thank you. A blessed
1: day <laughs> among blessed days. Jamie turned 12 today. It's an important time in his <laughs> life. He's just getting into action figures and stuff. Now, happy birthday, my friend.
0: Thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. Uh, So today we are here um, in many different forms on Alien Day as this is broadcasting, but there was something very specific that I ran into that we shared via our social media, and uh, I thought, okay, who are these guys or these people, and how do we talk to them? And what I'm talking about is a brew called They Mostly Come at Night by Alewife, and a lot of people were sharing um, the image around of the actual can, and I was like, "This is badass." I want to know more, so I did a little bit of research, and I reached out, and I got in contact with uh, a woman named Laura, who's listening in, and then she put us in contact with Kier. So, Kier and Laura, who's listening, thank you for joining the show.
2: Thank you for uh, thank you for having us. And I just want to make one quick correction: the name of the beer is.
0: They mostly come at night
2: mostly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cuz that's the part I thought was really funny about the line in the movie and that's why I've wanted to make it one of my beer names.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's an iconic line. You can't get in better than that, for sure. Yeah. It um, was either
2: that one or it was
0: Game over, man. It's game over.
2: Oh, yes. That could be next
1: year. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be another alien day next year, Kira. I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> happens every year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Again, thank you for coming on the show and taking the time. You guys are on the East Coast. You're what? Where are you exactly?
2: We're exactly in uh, Sunnyside, Queens and uh, New York City.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. You're in the heart of the beast there. Um, so my first question would be, how did this happen? And how did you guys decide? We're inspired so much by this movie, by these characters that we want to produce a uh, a brew well
2: i i've always kind of liked the kind of the iconic one-liners from movies about like to name beers after and you know it's my business partner that usually kind of gets the naming of the beers to keep it along a theme for the the brewery this isn't really part of the theme but it was one i felt pretty passionately about and um i told a couple of friends like that's a really dope idea for a beer name so i was like all right i'm gonna make it happen and because it's like a dark beer night you know so uh, it happens and I, I really i love it i think it's i think it's really kind of fun name and then they the artwork on the can as well which i have a couple of them right here that people can see So awesome. oh, it's so
1: fucking sick yeah. I love it's, it's amazing old.
2: i i'm we must be so like kind of low-key brewery that no one from uh who who owns the alien franchise is it disney. disney Unfortunately, so. yeah <laughs> So no it one from that. Disney has seen this at all because it's kind of like a, a thing in the beer world where people start using uh, intellectual property to promote their beer, and all of a sudden the company comes crashing down on them, and they're just like, "Okay, we won't do it again." And um, no one's ever said anything to us, so we're just gonna.
0: You don't have the title "Aliens" in the in the. It's just the title of the. So I think you're okay, and it's a drawing. I think so. you're fine. Yeah, the yeah. The artwork. The artwork yeah. is pretty yeah yeah it's original it piece of art yeah you're fine yeah. you're fine um <laughs> if you were using like you know sigourney weaver on there in the power loader that might be a different story but
1: like a mickey mouse shaped can like that would be a- <laughs> <laughs> so can i ask a question about this Kira? so sure did the beer come first or the name come first what was the what was the genesis of this
2: um they both came a while back because. I just I have a little uh, Google notes folder keep and I just kind of put names in it even when I'm like sitting watching stuff and just oh that's cool and I'll put it in there and then you know I'll come up with an idea for a beer and then I'll be like okay right got to try and get a name for this one and then we'll go through the thing and then that one stood out to me and I was like yeah that's that's one we'll use. And uh, Patrick was like, yeah, okay, you've talked about this one enough. Like, let's get it out there.
1: Nice. I like that there's another Patrick on this call in spirit, I have to say. It's, uh... Oh, there's another <laughs> two Patricks. Just, no, <laughs> yeah. <they're> really...
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so then the big question is, how do you go about discovering what this is going to taste like?
2: Um, well, when we, we first go to design beers, we end up, uh, we have a small like, kind of pilot system. So it's like uh, you make just uh, one barrel of it so you do a little small batch then kind of taste it see what it's like and then you're like okay the base beer is good now do we want to like spice it up a little bit and that's what we did we added cinnamon red pepper and um you know you, you got to get them right if you go too heavy it's just like oh man it could be too spicy to drink but then you go too light and then you're like oh i can't even taste that and so you got to kind of find a balance and I've, I've i've done a few red pepper cinnamon beers over the years and um I just been kind of tweaking a lot, little bits about it. And I think this time it's came out really nice. Um, I had a friend, a good friend of mine, who's um, a, an advanced Cicerone It's kind of like the sommelier for the beer world. And he was like, it's really, really well done, really balanced. And I was like, Oh, that means a lot. Thanks. <laughs> can, you, can you say it again? It's a Cicerone? Cicerone. Yeah. Yeah. So in the beer Cicerone. world where we have Cicerones instead of sommeliers um, and yeah, it's, it's, Kind of the same thing. I, I don't want to disrespect them at all. I don't think it's quite at the same level of picking out a certain grape on a certain side of a hill in France somewhere. You know, I don't think that's the beer level, but you know, it's they're very they're highly regarded in the industry. I think there's only like, well, back in the day, there used to be like 12 of them, and I think we're maybe up to like 25, 30 now. Yeah. It's, it's very tough to get, the, uh, to get the pass passing rate for the test and everything like that. So it's pretty, wow. it's a good job if you get and it. And
1: they are just like, that is their job and you hire them to taste the beer, tell you what the notes are, tell you how it fits, that kind of a thing? Um,
2: not specifically, it's just something to put on your resume. I think like okay. a lot of them who work in that capacity will work for big breweries that can afford to pay them like that. But yeah. other ones, like my friend, uh, Max, um, he works for a six point brewery and he does all that sort of stuff plus education. Like if they go to release a new beer in a certain part, certain part of the country to another distributor, he'll fly out there, taste them all on the beer so they can get the sales aspect of it right, you know. Pretty cool job.
1: Well, I was just curious. So 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 we we know that you watched Aliens in preparation for this, right? Alien um, Aliens back oh, aliens. Sunday fir- Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to start the week. <laughs> nice. <off>. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and this of course the quote is from Aliens that you chose. What's mm-hmm. your story getting into Alien, like getting into the stuff? How long has this been on your radar? And um, is Aliens your favorite? Or what's your, what kind of an Alien fan are you? Um, I'm a I'm, I'm fan.
2: I'm not going to say a big fan, huge fan, because you might hit me with a question. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, but, um, no, <laughs> Alien I, I Resurrection remember... is his favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, that's rough, bro. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember getting into it as a kid, when I probably shouldn't have been watching it because the age restrictions, but just seeing the, the Marines with the pulse rifles and just like, yeah. And uh, I think I, I remember like playing the video game as well. And I love you, you were playing the, the character uh, Vasquez and she's got the, the big, the big gun and that. I was like, ah, that's, that was so much fun. And then I think after that one, I realized, Oh, there's other ones. So then I watched the first one and that's like, that's like a, your sci-fi horror movie. Rather than kind of the second one is kind of like horror action type thing. Um, and then, yeah, and then I just started to kind of watch them as they all came out. Um, and then I actually, I think, I, yeah, I went to the Alamo Draft House at 10 a.m. on a Saturday by myself to watch when Alien Covenant came out because like no one else wanted to go with me. And I was like, well, I'll just go by myself. and uh yeah so i think that's kind of like a fan level i was like excited for that one to come out i actually watched that one a few weeks ago again and that's that that could be one of my favorite ones actually i quite like the
0: uh you're in good company
2: patrick (laughs) yeah yeah
1: is what i'm talking about (laughs) i was actually
2: i i thought made it super cool for me and just like a movie making aspect was when they released that five minute prequel thing with james franco in it because if you somebody James Franco's in that movie they'd be like no he's not but he is but he's not but he is you know I think that was like a very cool thing that they they did that extra cut like a director's cut I don't know what you call it but I really enjoyed that part about it I thought that was very cool
1: yeah the extended footage that came out which a lot of us didn't see until some of it at least until the blu-ray released Um, but yeah but there was the whole crossing and the short films that were leading up to it Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was a really cool experience getting to see those sort of separately and then seeing the full film. Cause some of them were put out, you know, in advance. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Cool. I, I think I saw, it, I it popped up on YouTube, um, like my algorithm and all that certain things. Um, and I, I saw it before the movie as well. But, uh, yeah. I also to say, uh, what I really do like now as well is the audible originals, those audible dramas. Yeah. I got I found one of them. I, um, I can't remember how I got on to. I had an Audible for a minute but it was just getting too expensive, 15 bucks a month I wasn't listening too much. And um I found that one and it was just like oh, this is the coolest thing ever.
1: The one um, with Michael Bean and uh and, and like and, uh, and also Lance Hendrickson is in that, right? You're talking about the one that came out like a year and a half ago? The aliens. There was
2: uh, I think there was River of Pain. I think might have been River the first one. Yeah. There was was it am I right in saying the Sea of Sorrows? Sea of Sorrows, yep. yep. Damn, yeah. And right. I th- there's another one
0: there are there is another one um is it with newt no newts with Riv, river pain
2: yeah there's the one that like there's the, the bug hunt that, one also which was the short stories oh i haven't i haven't listened to that one um but there was the one where like uh i think it was all about what's going on on lv426 like mm-hmm. here's how this happened you know and I, I did enjoy that one. Yeah,
1: you're a pretty big fan, then. I don't know what you're talking about. Trying to, you know, yeah, you be careful because we could whip some trivia up on this call today. Oh,
2: couldn't? see, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I do. It's when you're working in in the brewery, like I, you know, other brewers may, you know, disagree. Maybe sometimes I like just to kind of put the headphones on and listen to an audio book and stuff like that. Because as long as you're not doing anything it, dangerous at that point, you know that you're not going to be able to hear what's going on behind you. Then, you know, you can spend a couple of hours just filling up kegs, just watching, and just listening. I, I remember working because I introduced my other, my old uh, brewing uh, buddy when we were working together into the same thing. We were both listening to like Sea of Sorrows at the same time while we we're working and not talking to each other.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's amazing i should clarify yeah. that was that was uh uh james moore wrote sea of sorrows oh, okay that trilogy that you're talking about yeah but dirk mags did the audio drama novelizations for these books and that's part of why they're so immersive because that's like his his thing right yeah
2: that dirk yeah that that name rings a bell now yeah
1: it's a yeah. great name too let's be clear i mean
0: like,
1: <laughs> if you have to choose a name in hollywood go with dirk Maggs.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a Skeezy porn name. <laughs> <Yeah. or something. laughs> that's, <laughs> that's where he was going. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long does it take to get a brew? Like as we're talking about, they mostly come at night. Mostly, how long does it take to get a batch, or however you do it, ready to sell? Um, from from concept to finished product, um, that could take a few
2: months. Okay, but for actually um, brewing the final batch of it. A um, couple of weeks, 20 days, oh, really? something like okay. that. Yeah, beer um, ales don't take too long. Lagers will take a bit longer because they uh, ferment at colder temperatures. So they just kind of move a little slower, you know.
0: Okay. I, I, I was just curious because when we first heard about you guys and then everyone was sharing around the link, of course, everyone was going to your website and you were sold out. I'm like, oh, wow, that was fast. Um, so I, I was. my first thought was how long does it take them to get – another group to sell so 20 days two weeks that makes sense yeah
2: yeah something something along those lines and you do Um, that in
1: your facility too right this is brewed on premises
2: it will be soon we're in the middle of construction right now you can half kind of see you know bits of like the ceiling's not there and then these outlet boxes behind me are not finished yet so we don't have our own facility up and running right now we were using another friend's facility to brew our beers for us. Um it happens uh, quite a lot it's kind of called contract brewing or some people call it gypsy brewing um because all the machinery is designed to work like 24-7. You just need the manpower in there to do it. Because like a, a beer tank in theory could never really be empty. One comes out another one goes in. So we were paying our friends to brew these beers for us right now. And um we should be up and running at our own point I'm pointing that way because the brew house is over there. Um, we should be up and running honestly, um, next week brewing our own beers and I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for it. Cause I physically haven't brewed a beer myself for like a year now because of all this construction and planning and, and COVID and just, we've just been trying to sell the other stuff that they've been making for us and doing home deliveries and stuff like that, just to keep the business going.
1: Well, I have another beer related question. Is your okay. beer related or alien related? No, it's not, it's not. <laughs> it's not beer related. So no, here's it's not. a little, a little trivia fact for listeners of the show. Um, also for Kier and Laura, uh, I always know if Jamie has had alcohol because I start getting increasingly hard to decipher text messages from him, <laughs> and it's usually it becomes. I'm like, Jamie, how much have you had to drink? And he holds up a picture of like a half filled wine glass, and I'm like, oh, there he goes. Jamie, <laughs> Jamie is a little bit of a lightweight.
0: Oh, I'm a way lightweight. To, <laughs> he's a
1: profound lightweight when it comes to drinking. So, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, you know, for better or for worse, not. So I do, I do drink beer pretty, pretty regularly, um, and I have to say, my favorite. Is like I know an annoying kind of like old hipster favorite, but I I really love IPAs. I just that's something that I've just always been into. Um, and I'm curious here, like for you, what what kind of beer are you attracted to the most when you're you know as a as a brewmaster or also just as a consumer? Like if you have the option to pop open something from somebody else somewhere, what would you do? And what kind of style do you think is most interesting to taste and to create?
2: Um, there's so many different styles on the market these days and it goes all the way back from like, you know, traditional styles like just Pilsner's and Dunkels and just straight up IPAs. But then there's a lot of other breweries are doing like fruited sour beers and like pastry stouts and things like that. Um this the beer that we made here is kind of bordering on pastry stout but not quite. Pastry stouts are much more sweeter and have a lot more adjuncts like People put in like uh, fruit Loops and bananas and macadamia nuts and all that sort of stuff. So this is kind of like it, but not super like that. But I, you know, I I just, you know, I just kind of like all beers, really. I just like to try them all. Um, If you were to say only drink one style for the rest of your life, I think I would probably pick, honestly, a Belgian quad, which is like, 10 (laughs) plus
1: pretty heavy yeah yeah.
2: i'm but i'm not gonna drink a lot of them i might drink one or two but i just i just love them you know um Mm. and but yeah i just like trying my my favorite beer is my next one you know whatever someone's gonna hand me next i get to try new ones all the time and see they're they're not all home runs because you know i'm not a huge fan of like a lot of the fruited sours and the pastry sites and stuff like that because they're very sweet and like some breweries only sell them but like eight ounce glasses Mm -hmm. you see even people like getting down to like six ounces and they're like anybody want to finish (laughs) it you know but they're they're nice you know but they're just certain amounts of it but then you go into a beer garden and then you've got a stein a big old liter of like um uh wine stefana pilsner and you're just like oh this is the best and it's all the atmospheres and you know when you're drinking as well like where you are and what makes like beers perfect for that moment
1: yeah that's that, I miss Oktoberfests Fests and th- that's something that I think this year hopefully will be in a place where those can really happen again yeah can, you know, get outside and drink together I this is also making me nostalgic because one of my favorite memories you know from the last 10 years of my life we used to live in Boston was going to the Boston um, Craft Brew Festival and the Boston Extreme Beer Fest with my buddy Chris Pickett and we would go every single year we'd get our tickets and we'd go and just spend like eight hours with all of these craft beer vendors just tasting things and trying things out getting gradually harder, uh, it making, it's, it gets harder to tell them apart for me by the end of the day, because I'm just like kind of drunk, but also just, just, you just had so much different stuff, but all those extreme, those, those different kind of new beers that are out there, you know, where you take that first sip and you're like, Whoa, what's going on. And then you kind of, kind of get a little bit of the story of where it came from and why, and you start appreciating it. Like, I don't know, I'm just saying this because I just miss doing that a lot. And mm-hmm. hearing you talk is bringing me back. It, was there a beer that, um, made you like kind of get it, like, was there something where, you know, early on you, you were like, I could do this. Like, this is something I could do. Um,
2: I'm not sure. I actually started out making whiskey beforehand because of my. Oh, sc- cool. I'm from Scotland and I just kind of, that was in my blood. And then I got into the beer business because you only have to wait two weeks, not two years. I was like, I want to try this now. <laughs> so I gravitated towards beer. Um, I remember like, I guess my first craft beer was a blue point toasted lager um mm. because coming from the uk scotland you if someone says as a lager you're thinking a fizzy yellow beer and then i came here and i had blue point toasted lager and that's like amber like along the same lines of a uh, brooklyn lager and i was mm-hmm. like this is not a lager what is it and i was like oh, okay maybe i messed up here and i was like oh the, that tastes like a lager but like more malty and i was like oh this is nice and then after that i kind of just Try tried new ones every time I kind of went to the bar and stuff, and um, just yeah, just kind of got into it that way, just wanting to taste different things and try new uh, experiences, you know. Cool. But I don't think there was one beer that really just like, this is what I want to do, you know. I want right, to make. Where these, like angels
1: know? came out and started singing.
0: <laughs> <with> Angela, <yeah. laughs> My question would be, uh, i would of course heard your accent. How'd you what? brought you over to the states how long have you been here
2: oh i've been here for about 15 plus years something like that i'd have to work it out
0: since patrick remember. was 40 <laughs> <laughs> <give> birthday boy
2: <laughs> yeah i um i just finished up my uh engineering degree at aberdeen university and a bunch of friends of mine had come over here and we we're just bartending in the city and um you know back in the heyday we were making a lot of money and tips before like Lehman Brothers collapsed and I was in housing, you know, um, and I just was like, all right, let me come over for a few months on like a kind of student visa and, you know, I'll just make some money, maybe go a bit of traveling, then come home. And I, I came and I was like, Oh, I don't want to go back. I just made like a silly amount of money in a week. I worked in a, a very popular Irish bar in the middle of midtown. I was very lucky to get the job. And um, I just walked in at the right time. And um, I got the job and, uh, yeah it was just crazy printing money back in those days (laughs) and i was like i'm not leaving you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome
1: Have, uh, I have one more beer question, then I, I want to, and then I'll hand it over to Jamie to bring us back to Alien. But before I do, I want to point out for listeners, uh, we are not only a Scottish podcast. You might, from the Alien Day content, be getting the impression that we are <laughs> from Scott because we have an entire audio drama featuring a Scottish lead actor written by another Scott, friend of ours. And now we have this interview with a uh, uh, Scott as well. I got to say, though, I love the brogue. You know, if, Jamie, if you want to try it out with me, we can transition <laughs> no, to the Scottish. No, thanks. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Just think about Not going to insult think our
0: it. guest. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
2: funny because it's it's not that thick anymore. And it comes and goes depending on who I'm hanging out with or yeah. how many they mostly come at night, mostly I've had. Um, <laughs> right. Um, definitely like uh, when I came over with a few friends, I was very Scottish. And then I kind of, you know, we all kind of went our separate ways a little bit. And, um, but then when we get back together, like once a year, or once every six months, and we have a few beers, and then everything just starts coming back, you know.
1: Yeah. Do you ever have that moment where you look down and you're wearing a kilt and you didn't remember putting it on? You're like, oh, <laughs> 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 we're getting real Scottish. So I my actually, question, oops, sorry, no, no. I've actually had
2: a had a kilt on, in twice in like fifteen years. Like really? I, I don't own one because they're very expensive and I've never been to that many formal settings where I need to wear one.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I, I always just figured they're standard issue, you know, if you have a Scottish passport, you just get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my, my last, you know, beer question is uh, do you find as you, you know, as your career progresses and you go on and you get better and you get exposed to more different stuff, is, is the experience of drinking beer harder for you or is it something that you still enjoy as much as ever? Because I know for me personally, you know, so I'm a musician, and like the more I've learned about music, the the more I, I find things that I get kind of grumpy about. You know, where I'm like, oh man, that was an easy way out, or like, oh, that was kind of a corny decision or something. Could be because I'm curmudgeonly, but I'm wondering, um, <laughs> do you find that like, do you find that the more you know, the harder it can be to just kind of appreciate something?
2: Um, yes. So, and and a certain uh, aspect of the beer world is you get thing uh, off flavors and imperfections in beer, um, which have been. You know, it can happen in a couple of different lanes of brewing. Um, But one of the main ones is something uh, called diacetyl. And diacetyl is like a buttery flavor that will occur when the yeast hasn't fully finished fermenting the beer. Um, And uh, in a certain aspect, they like, so the yeast, like they eat all the sugars and then they poop out um, CO2 and alcohol, and some other compounds, and one of them is diacetyl, and they'll actually re-ingest that and put out another, um, another compound, which escapes me right now. Um, it, no smell, no flavor, no taste, nothing's just in there. Um, but if you don't let the yeast do the job correctly, then it'll be in the beer, and it'll be all the way through the finished product. So if you're like sipping on a beer that hasn't had the correct amount of time to finish, then you'll taste it, and then you can't untaste it. You, you, as a brewer, you can't just like, all right, whatever. No, every time you drink it, you just keep tasting it, and I'll have to just put it down and get another beer. I won't get another one of the same beer because it'll be in the whole batch. I'll have to go and get another beer. Um, and I, my fiance, like I, she knows what it is now, and if I, like, if I don't tell her that it's in there, she'll be able to drink the beer and she'll not really pick it up. But if I tell her, she's like, well, now I have to get another beer because she can't untaste it now as well so yeah they like that kind of that happens you need know, get a little bit burnout, out and you're like oh, man why didn't these guys just wait another two days it would have been fine but
1: <laughs> right plus you're technically <laughs> tasting the poop at that point which is just never it's not nice for anybody you know
0: hey man i don't want to rain on your parade we're not going to last 17 hours those things are going to come in here just like they did before and they're going to come in here and they're, they're going to come in here and they're going to get Hudson. us This little girl survived longer than that with no weapons and no training, right? (laughs) Why'd you put her in charge? You
1: better just start dealing with it, Hudson.
0: Okay, so I have a more controversial question. Do you like Alien 3?
1: This is rumor control, here are the facts.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I like can You
1: can stay on the on the episode. You can, yes, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: we can finish this interview.
1: <laughs>
2: I, yeah. I, I did like it, you know. If you, you know, because then you think, oh, but then if you go to compare it to other ones, it's not as good as some other ones, and then it's not as bad as the one we don't talk about. <laughs> there's a
0: couple we don't talk. There's a couple we don't talk about. <laughs> Hopefully, this brew is selling well it seems like it did like again i kept going to your page and it kept saying sold out quite a bit so that's
2: probably yeah we've we've run it right down um where um we only want to keep it to sell it inside the tap room because we really need to keep the tap room going right now um until we get our new um our, our brewing because our levels of beer start to go down before we can like brew more and it was go like, oh, we're gonna run out so yeah it, it's sold out for delivery but you can got still it. come here and get some
0: Yeah. got it okay okay well we'll make sure because we have quite a few fans and people uh that we know personally that are on the east coast so mm-hmm. we'll certainly uh make sure that everyone knows where you guys are so that they can try it out um, yeah and that's sure. on
1: tap in the tap room correct so we get it yes from the yeah source. we have right. it we have it here on tap as well and cans to go good okay cool yes.
0: technical question how long ago was like of course I, we ran into seeing the imagery seeing that it was available how long has it been out couple of months now i think okay. i think we
2: brought it out and i'm really bad at remembering dates and times and stuff i think this one came out in like january something like that yeah something like that i wish we'd got around to it a little bit quicker and brought it out in like november so you had the kind of you know the darker beers sell better when it's winter colder and now you know we're up to like 65 degree days now and um you know it'll still sell but it's you know it'll last a little longer than we'd like it to here but um yeah it's been out for a few months now
0: okay awesome awesome
1: you know what we should talk about at some point is so we were supposed to do a live event last year um a, a couple of them actually in boston and new york and, and that was the kibosh was put on that by covid obviously mm. um it would be really cool if we were able to do that you know later this year or even next year uh to be able to to like have, you know, one of you guys come down and bring some beer to sell or something like that. I don't know, you know, how that works. Oh, work. for sure, like, yeah,
2: yeah. That'd be a really I, I, I would, I would even brew, because we have the pilot system, um, depending on the size of your crowd, we could definitely brew our own little batch and have it just That's for amazing. this event. That's really not hard at all. That's amazing. Yeah. Well,
1: we're expecting at least 50 to 70,000 people. <laughs> 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 but that'd be a lot of fun.
0: That would be awesome. Even though we know the beer, the beer is called. They mostly come at night. Mostly, do you have a favorite line aside from that from Aliens?
2: Oh yeah, well it would be the game over, man. It's game over. Like that's yeah. that was the other option for the okay. thing, and that might that might be next year's one. Honestly, I am um, I do I do have other uh, things up my sleeve that uh, I I kind of want to beer names. Like a lot of people release beer sets, like uh, around about what is it like. I think it's on Black Friday, like Goose Island Brewery from Chicago. They release a whole bunch of these different stouts. And um, I had the idea of doing them with, you know, that's however many, I forget this. So I'm, I'm forgetting now the characters. Like one would be called Ellen, one would be called Lambert, one would be called Parker, one would be called Kane, and oh, then the rest, yeah. of Ash, you know, and that was the. And then it, it, it's better for us as well because then people would want to buy the set. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you should, instead of selling one beer, you sell like five or six, you know? That's oh awesome. Here, if, you,
1: if you could somehow do a flight where you have them on the Nostromo in order of death or something, like, <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. That'd be awesome. So, that,
2: that would be the box set. So, the box set yeah. of the box um, come in the Nostromo and then you open them up and that's they're all there. Oh, oh my
1: God, we would buy the brilliant. crap out of that. Are you kidding me? I, I would
2: love to do something like that. I think it'd be so cool. We do have one issue is there is a brewery in. New Jersey called Kane Brewing. So I'd have to speak to them and just be like, hey, we're just going to use the name for this one beer. And, you know, just right. to let you know. And they'd be like, oh, don't do that. That's our name. And I'm like, well, it's happening. Because it, <laughs> doesn't, it like, doesn't make sense if that
1: name's not in it, you know,
2: because right, you need right. them
0: all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's so that's, cool. That is hilarious. Yeah. I, have,
1: well, I have one last question for you. And then I know we'll, we'll get on with our days and let you get back to brewing some good stuff. But my, my question would be, what is it about Alien that speaks to you? Why do you think? Why do you like these movies?
0: Look, man, I only need to know one thing where they
1: are. Oh, I guess guess. Anytime oh, anywhere. Oh, just It's
2: the whole kind of the cinematic world, like everything going on in them. I think they're just, it's. And and the straight up, the xenomorph, the monster is like, quintessentially one of the scariest an, uh, monsters in movie cinema history. I think like that you know and a lot of the like scenes you'll see it and where you don't even see it you think it's just a pipe and all of a sudden the head moves and you're like it's right behind you you know i that's it's just super super scary <laughs> like yeah i think they're um yeah that's why i love them good
0: answer that's a great answer i mean uh, certainly our show we discuss every aspect of the series that you can imagine, but what is the most popular continues to be is the creature, for sure. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we come to this show. It makes, it makes um, Alien, Alien, and there's so much there, and there's nothing like it, and it continues to be completely scary, like terrifying.
2: Um, oh yeah, so. and it's definitely like it's evolved in all of the other movies when it kind of joined all the the Predator franchise and these all like half breeds and stuff like that and you're like oh wow that's getting what you're never going to beat the first the original you know that's the scariest one but then you know they've just started crossbreeding them with the predators and you're like wow this is getting real scary
0: <laughs>
1: And occasionally Patrick's favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a, we have a Patreon <laughs> podcast that might have an episode out on Alien Day, depending, spoiler alert, those of you listening on Alien Day will know whether or not we actually did a shit show this year. But we have a separate Patreon show that we call Shit Show that focuses on the AVP films. And uh, and we're kind of avoiding doing Requiem Um because we just both fucking hate that movie so much. <laughs> but I think what we need to do is crack open a couple of Mostly Come At Night mostly's, and I think we need to sit down for. On their way, they're on their we're way. We've got to watch these, and that will be. I got to tell you, like I now that I'm get
0: thinking, my room ready, Patrick. I'm flying we'll, out for this.
1: <laughs> flying out to Connecticut. We're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be, it's gonna be
0: fun. Yeah, um, I, just, I don't
2: think I've even seen. not want to watch it all the way through. Yeah, you don't have um, to. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Is, is, is that the one that takes place in like a little town in Colorado?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Colorado. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, that's so much as I know about it. And I think, no, I don't think so. Yeah.
0: It's just garbage. <laughs> it's it's actually well shot, but it's garbage.
1: First, the first one's pretty good, though. The first eight. Yeah. Found, that, that's one that we kind of went into this shit show series, series thinking, oh, we're going to kind of like joke about it a lot. And by rewatching it, and the people we've had on for roundtables were all like, this is a pretty good, solid movie. Like, this is
0: it's, it's a better great. prometheus than prometheus <laughs> It's kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's great that's great well i don't think i have any more questions for you just aside from a great big thank you for coming on and s- spending a part of your day your afternoon with us to talk about this amazing product that you have and sharing it yeah. with everyone else so thank you so much
2: yeah i thank you guys thank you for having me like you know i've been a big fan of the uh the franchise for a, for a long time, and I started listening to you guys' podcasting and and uh, it's great. It went in depth, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I'm out of my lo- out of my depth here," <laughs> you know, because um, you you were talking to the author a couple of episodes ago of the one of the new books. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I I it was great. It was great. Listen, then uh, the other one about all the 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 engineers. Um, I it just it, it I gotta watch more. I gotta watch, and I gotta listen more. I gotta get the rest of the audibles, the the books on tape. Um, I'm, I struggle to sit down and pay attention, like reading. So That's I got I like listening to them a lot better. So now that uh, I'm going to be up brewing and got a lot of stuff to do here, I'm going to just pop them in and walk around and listen to a lot more of them.
1: That's and, great. Uh, and, and, you know, I got to say, I'm, I'm it's coming back to me. This is like long enough now that it's foggy, but it started with River of Pain, River of Pain, or no, Sea of I pulled, Sorrows. I, wait, I which, pulled it which, up. Which, you got there? Yeah. Wait. wait, wait. <laughs> What was the first I'm, one? I'm Out of the sure. shadows Out of the Shadows. Typically. That's right. That's yeah, right. That's where it
0: started. Oh,
2: yeah. I actually don't even have that one on, on my, like,
0: because that with, was the one I listened to a while bad. ago. That's with Ripley, right? Out of the yeah. Shadows? Yeah. 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 She yeah. came
1: on the show right before. Laura leftco yeah. yeah, Laura Lefko. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: River. And then I think it went River
2: Pain, Sea of Sorrows. And I think I have Alien 3 here, but it's not the actual... It's an Audible that's original. That's the
1: one I was talking about. Yeah, so that's the one that Dirk Maggs directed that has Lance Hendrickson in, uh, not Bill Paxton, uh, and Michael Bean in it uh, revoicing their characters who are much more prominent in this alternate screenplay version of it. So, so you'll be able to hear uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a whole different take on it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I,
2: if, if I remember correctly, one of them, like when, you know, uh, Ripley ends up in it. And then I was like, well, how this doesn't make sense because then when it goes back to the next the next part of the the timeline is the movie, and then all of a sudden, I think one at the end of the books, they just like, oh, and they we wiped her memory of this whole event, and yeah. I was like, that's weird. I gotta listen and double check again because I was like, this is not gonna make sense. And then, oh, oh she'll not remember when she goes back in a hypersleep. And I was like, all right, that's a bit far fetched. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, it's convenient.
1: Hey, before we let you go, Kier, where can people find more about you and your your brewery, and where can they visit? Give us all the details on where to follow you.
2: Yeah, well, our website, uh, alewife.beer, Beer. Um, it's there, still in a constru- well, it's still in construction a bit. Um, you can order beer online, and we will ship it to you within the state of New York, because that's what we're allowed to do right now. Um, but please follow us on uh, Instagram, uh, Alewife Brewing, or if you want to follow me personally, um, the Alewife Brewer. Um, uh that's kind of oh we have alewife under slash tap underscore tap room as well if you actually want to find out what's going on right here like what food trucks are coming what beers are coming out but a general census will be the other instagram um yeah i think we have a facebook i've not been on facebook for many years so i i think there's one um but uh, other than that just come down here we're at sunnyside uh we're on 39th street and skillman avenue and Sunnyside, Queens, uh, we have all our outdoor patio seating uh, open six feet apart. And, um, yeah,
1: it's, it's good times. I'm going to call up Dave Gogol. We're going to hit this up. For- no,
0: you're going to wait for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: get, out here, bitch. get vaccinated. We're doing this.
0: I will. I will. Uh, actually, you, you get so vaccinated, and then we'll I'll get no, I'm
1: getting vaccinated tomorrow. You don't care. Do you, see, you guys are open up for, like, everybody now in New York, right?
2: Yeah, I, I've I've been double vaxxed for a month or so now. Wow. wow of the the guidelines when you were filling it out if you were like a delivery person and that's oh. what i was delivering a beer with my car it may have i may have been skirting it a bit but like you know now they're just it's open to everybody today under 30 and over they're just like let's get everyone done you yeah. know so, and yeah, 16 and
1: over in a couple of days i think which is pretty yeah. amazing yeah, yeah and ours awesome. opens up just in connecticut in just a couple of days too so mm-hmm. things are looking bright and I, I gotta say congrats on making it through this insane fucking time that we're living in as somebody who's in the sort of food and beverage service i feel like yeah. that was a very scary experience but you guys you know you have this new tap room you have this new brewery opening up you have this new website under construction you seem to be doing great things and we're, we're really proud of you it's an amazing achievement man yeah guys thank you very much thank you for having me on the podcast
0: absolutely um, thank you thanks thank you laura for setting this all up and uh we w-
1: there she is she got the- now you're officially on the episode laura Yeah, <laughs> <I'm
2: keeping> on. <laughs> um, one you. last thing I- i'd love um in the future we could get together and talk about like a collaboration beer between us and the podcast and have you guys like name on the label and we can come down uh we could brew a little pilot figure out what we're going to do and then we can come out with actually the, the big set or the just um, like another beer and um, we're going to have the release at your, uh, your, your gathering, your party that you were talking about, the live show, that's it live show.
1: literally um, the coolest way I've ever had a podcast ended my life that was <laughs> exciting yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <signing> goodbye yes. <laughs> that sounds great absolutely, so thank you so much are we going to sleep all the way home? all the way home can I dream? Sunny, I think we both can. For more on Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast, please visit perfectorganism.com. Perfect Organism is available for listen or download through Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify. If you'd like to support the show, please visit perfectorganism.com forward slash support. Thank you.